You've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and supporting the Black Man with the Gun Show. This is episode 600. We made it, y'all. Quite a few bloggers and podcasters just returned back from the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show known as Shot out in Vegas. So while you're washing clothes and cleaning firearms and uh, sorting through all your business cards, I just want to give you something to say thank you for rolling with me. My main man, Michael J. Woodland from m-wtactical.com, he went and it was his first time. He got a chance to check out a few things. He gives us a quick uh, rundown on what happened in his eyes. And uh, I will see you most likely in Indiana at the NRA annual meeting. This show is sponsored by you, patrons, regular folks like you who thought it not robbery to support a guy just like you trying to keep his community together through podcasting. This is the Black Man with a Gun Show. Blackmanwithagun.com Ken Blanchard's Pro-Gun Podcast. After John Wayne leads us in a Pledge of Allegiance, gonna let Michael share his experiences at SHOT Show. No special guests, just some reflections and lessons learned that I want to share with you this week while we're waiting for the world to change. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Go Big Mike, the mic is on. Thank you, Ken, and welcome to another Tips and Review segment. I am Michael Woodland, and today... We're going to talk about the rundown at SHOT Show. To start it off, I will say this is my first time going to SHOT Show, and I do want to applaud my friends who prepared me for what was to come. If it were not for those conversations of their past experiences, this would have been an event that would have overwhelmed me overall. Let me give you a rundown of what took place. For me, the whole event started on a Sunday with the Antares Alliance Range Day. You know, the same guy that Ken interviewed who started that group. Well, in my opinion, their Range Day was better than the one at SHOT Show. Here is why I say that. Considering it was a smaller event and I had a couple of conversations that went on for over an hour, the conversations were more personal and you had a genuine feel for the company and the product. This could be that a lot of these companies didn't want to fork out the large amount of money that SHOT Show was asking, but I get it. There were vendors in place that has some unique items that will benefit everyone across the board. The first vendor I went to was a trailer that was giving free haircuts. This is a veteran-based company that is out of Missouri, that help veterans get their barber's license as well, provide their service to the public. Go visit them on social media under Vet Barbers for Veterans. My next stop was up the hill from the barber trailer where there were smaller booths that were displaying a variety of knives, slings, bags, a woman's veteran organization, and a company that makes aftermarket barrels. Not only did the barrels capture my attention, but they came in standard, ported, and threaded as well. 
The company, EFK Fire Dragon, is keeping up with the demand of what the industry is putting out. Right now, they are in the works of including a line for Walther, but they have the makes for M&Ps, Glocks, FN, Sig Sauer, and Beretta, to name a few. Head on over to EFKFireDragon.com and tell them I sent you. The next stop that captured my attention was the section that housed and allowed you to shoot the Hyperfire trigger. I was truly amazed at the performance of this trigger and the quality of this product. For those that custom build or someone that is looking to change out their trigger, this would be the way to go. After shooting three different triggers in their lineup, I can assure you they have something that can fit your budget. If money is no object, my recommendation would be to go with the Pro Trigger. Smooth and effortless. To see what they have to offer that may fit your needs, visit hyperfire.com. The next journey that took me down the hill and this little trailer was one that displayed the logo of a cleaning solution. The Gun Cleaner LLC is a product that interests me in a variety of ways. For one, people were walking by them and that gave me more room to ask a ton of questions, which I did. This Texas-based company has a product that will run with the top brands on the market, if not better. You will have to see the product review that will be coming out soon to see how it does and hear what we have to say about it overall. Check out Rod and Jameson at The Gun Cleaner LLC by going to their Facebook and look them up, The Gun Cleaner LLC Deer Park. The last stop I made was at CMP, also known as Charlie Mike Precision. This was a stop that was almost two hours of conversating and shooting guns. Not only is this company serious about their long-range game, they are going to attempt to break the distance record in April 2019 in Utah by hitting a target at over 6,000 yards. That's about three and a half miles. The shooter, name is Charlie, is a retired veteran of 25 years that served in the Special Operations Section as a member, an instructor, and all-around good guy. There is a video on my Instagram and Facebook page of me shooting the rifle that will be attempting to set a new record with a 6,000-yard shot with a custom 408 caliber bullet. Read up on what they have to offer by visiting charliemikeprecision.com. That was the adventure at the Antares Alliance Range Day. The next day was the Range Day for SHOT Show. Everybody was making a big deal about this day of shooting the variety of firearms, but there was only one firearm that I was looking to shoot. That was the Walther Arms Steel Frame Q5 match. That is a smooth shooting firearm, and if you have the Polymer Q5 match, you can tell a slight difference in how it performs for the better. Of course, it being all steel was a contributing factor for its remarkable performance. There were other firearms I shot that caught my attention, like the lineup from Black Ordnance, a couple race guns, some sweet rifles from SOL Invictus, and the Archon handgun. The overall experience for SHOT Show, in my opinion, is a good overall experience, but one where I could have spent maybe three days without going to the range day. The whole networking opportunity was a plus, but for what I'm wanting to do. 
For those who are looking to contact me, visit blackmanwiththegun.com and under the About tab, click on my name, Michael Woodland, and shoot me an email at info at m-wtactical.com or call 803-250-1256. Please, if I do not answer, leave a voicemail or a text message, and I promise I will get back to you. Until next time, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun. Back to you, Ken. It was cold in my basement when I set up my laptop to podcast in 2007. I was right next to the washing machine in the dryer. There was a concrete ceiling or wall right next to me that was cold. It was right after Thanksgiving, and it was cold enough to snow in November where I live. Podcasting was new, and it was reserved to the early adopters, the geeks and the nerds. The niche of gun rights was really small compared to the tech and the religious shows that practically founded the medium we know now as podcasting. I was introduced to this thing by being a guest on a gun rights activist show by the name of Mark Vandenberg out of Indiana, who was ahead of most technically. Mark grew and inspired about a dozen of us to start what he called the Gun Rights Radio Network. He learned quickly that it's hard to herd a bunch of alphas. We imploded after a few years and I continued on. I was actually the first to jump the fence. The Urban Shooter Podcast, it was called, was my escape pod. Welcome to the Urban Shooter Podcast, the podcast for law-abiding, fun-loving gun owners of the city. This show features how-tos, news, and political views on what's happening around the world and in your city related to the sports of shooting and protecting what's important to you. Your host is known as the Black Man with a Gun. He's a former U.S. Marine, federal firearms instructor, private investigator, counterterrorist, public speaker, and web personality. He's been featured in two documentaries, Fox News, the BBC, the Washington Business Journal, Washington Times, Wall Street Journal. And here he is now to give power to the people, Ken Blanchard. I got a chance to advertise my book, The Black Man with a Gun. I was able to interview people I had met while traveling the country as a gun rights activist for the Law Enforcement Alliance of America and the NRA. I practiced speaking, singing, narrating, and sharing history. I tried everything. I had my version of a, what do you call it, a cliffhanger, a serial kind of story, a Orson Willian tale that I made up, me and Derek Ward, called Zombie Strike. Some people loved it, some people hated it. This is Zombie Strike. You know, as I go back in my archives and I'm pulling up these little clips that I'm putting in the podcast, they have dates on them, you know, the files. And I just saw that uh, my voiceover for uh, for Jeff was in September of 2007, which couldn't happen unless I started in 2006. So maybe my show is older than I think. Might be hitting right at the 12-year mark. Isn't that something? Have you been here the whole time? Podcasting for me was the perfect platform for somebody that always wanted to be in traditional radio, but was unable to fulfill that dream. You know, back then, no one in my household understood what I was doing downstairs. Who is daddy talking to? I was chasing a dream. As I thought about this episode, I'm honored, thankful, grateful, appreciative, and blessed that you are listening to me again. You know, I wondered... Where I should take you today? Should we look at our past, the present, or the future? Should I make a big deal on episode 600 with a special guest, someone different 
from the 200 plus people that have already been on this show already. Actually, I want to just share with you that I love you and I love my country. You know, we talk about guns and politics on occasion and the world around us, but it's really you and I that makes my world go around, truthfully told. That's why I stay at it. This podcast has spawned uh, other things in my life, actually. Created a whole ministry because some of the people who have contacted me offline needed me for my other vocation, ministry. Needed somebody to listen, somebody to give a few wise words, somebody to help them in business or move them to the next level. And I've been there for a few people. You know, we put up with a lot of crap being gun owners, don't we? I'm telling you, we need to stay together, to stay on one accord. I do a little something different podcasting. In my mind, I'm trying to reach out to other patriots, other Americans, other people who care about their families and their communities and try to connect the dots. Yeah, we talk about guns and gun rights and all that, but I really care about you and your family and your community and hope that we can all keep this thing together. I know our country has some problems, but this is the best one I know. I lived outside it and traveled around the world to at least 13, 14 different countries. I appreciate the space we have, the laws we have. We live in a time of great communication and connectivity, and yet we fail to communicate and connect. I think too many people squander their time, too many trolls and attention hoes. Not you, but the other folks. At a time when it should be easier to pass information to make common sense common, we got more foolishness now than ever. What do you think about that? In 2019, race is still being used to separate us. And when it's not race, it's economics. But one of the things this podcast has allowed me to do and learn about is myself and the racism in America from black people and from white people. And if you don't think there's racism, check out Instagram at any day of the week and you'll find it there. Folks post the craziest stuff. Racism is a sign of a lack of psychological maturity and integration, actually. If somebody feels insecure or lacking in identity, they may have the desire to affiliate themselves with a group in order to strengthen their sense of identity and find a sense of belonging. That's kind of how it starts. It's a part of our social media fabric right now. Being a part of something bigger than themselves and sharing a common cause with the other members of their groups makes them feel more complete and significant. Actually, there is nothing wrong with this in and of itself. Why shouldn't we take pride in our national or religious identity? And feel a sense of brotherhood or sisterhood with others who share our identity. However, this group identity stuff can lead to a second stage. I call it assholeism. Ooh. You know, when you got issues toward other groups. So in order to further strengthen these folks' sense of identity, members of these groups develop hostile feelings toward others. Yeah. That's why I called it assholeism. Sorry for that, but sometimes I just get kind of pissed off at how we have become in 2019. You know, psychologically healthy people with a stable sense of self and strong inner security are not racist because they have no need to strengthen their sense of self through group identity. Did you catch that? They have no need to define themselves in distinction to and in conflict with others. Psychologically healthy people don't need to resort to racism in the same way that they don't need to resort to taking drugs. I said psychological maturity, 
Let me break that down. When we were little kids, they would separate you into boys and girls groups. Remember that? Based on maturity. As we got older, we would segregate ourselves into our friends and your friends. And then depending on what happened in life and situation and environment, we would segregate ourselves again by race and color and whatever. It's a maturity level. So when we have that in the gun community, there's some growth needed there. The ultimate is then when it's just us against them. When it's just gun owners, not just white gun owners and black gun owners on this side and Latin gun owners on this side and Asian gun owners on that side and gay, lesbian, transgendered on the other side. It's just us. And while I'm dropping all this science to you, it's all important to remember that there's actually no biological basis for dividing the human race into distinct races. There are just groups of human beings, all of whom came from Africa originally who developed slightly different physical characteristics over time as they traveled to and adapted to different climates and environments. And the differences between us are very fuzzy and very superficial. Fundamentally, there are no races, just one human race. When you email me, I call you brother and sister like an old Baptist preacher does because, uh, one, I am an old Baptist preacher, and two, I do believe you to be family. I only wish you could see how much so I've kind of made myself the chaplain of our family, the shaman, the the guy that uh, weeps for you when you lose somebody, the guy who celebrates with you when you have a birth or a wedding. But please, please, please don't take my meekness for weakness. Over the years, I've tried different things on this show. I've had comedians, some that weren't funny. I've had a few different regular co-hosts and features. And the only constant has been my delivery and the people that follow the show. I appreciate that. I didn't think it was going to work for a minute. I never would have guessed that uh, most of my audience are successful business types, affluent people, cool guys. Elements of the gun community that is not extreme, that have a solid moral core. The patriotic, educated, and the ones that are the cool kids back in high school. I'm glad to know you. You know, as a podcaster, I've been trying to figure out how to do it better. And it's been a community effort, though. Back when my computer was attacked by malware and destroyed, a listener donated one to me. Through fundraisers, now called crowdfunding, I've managed to create a studio that I moved from my old cold basement of the old house to a room in a new one. Oh, about 16 years ago now. Yeah. I had to be podcasting longer than 12 years. Wow, that's crazy. I got to figure this out. Anyway, at times I wondered if I should continue. Every tragedy, murder, and accident brought with it not only grief, but an increase of negativity from people who don't own firearms and think us nuts for doing so. And while some relish in the debate, love the fight, I kind of got tired of the same old arguments with new people that although having access to more information seemed to be more stupid than our ancestors. My show became a variety show at one time as I needed a break from the 9mm versus 45 argument, shotgun or rifle. You know, one of the things that podcasters struggle with after they start is why. Why are they still doing it? And it's really easy to get lost. You start asking yourself, 
What am I going to talk about next? Who cares if I miss an episode? One of the things this podcast does for me is allow me to pass on information that I've learned over the last 20 years. As I would pass on to my son or to my friend. Stuff that you know that you know can make a difference in their life. And might not have time to tell them all the time. You know, somebody really smart said that your mind is your primary weapon. I've learned that your mindset is so important. It affects you, how you deal with other people, how you act in the daytime, how it is when you competitively shoot, if you're just shooting for qualification, if you're on armed duty. Shooting against the odds. You can make a difference if your mindset is right. kind of goes in two different frames, too. You can either be like a tree, you're growing, or you're dying. If you have a growth mindset, that's when you allow new ideas to come in. That's when you program yourself with some positive stuff. If you're dying, you're stubborn. You're not going to let anything new come in. You're fixed. That's when all the negative stuff comes into your head. It's all a choice. Nelson Mandela said that after climbing a great hill, one only finds that there are many more hills to climb. I'm hoping that you'll climb this one with me, that you'll hear what I'm trying to tell you. You can change your mindset. Old dogs really can learn new tricks. Scientists say that the brain is quite plastic. It can be reshaped over time, forming new neural pathways. The big word for it is neuroplasticity. You know when you're shooting competitively and you're just not on top of your game that day? If you back it all the way up, what are you doing? You are shooting against yourself, not anybody else. Shooting itself is really, really mechanical. The less you that's in it, the better your shot. If you can put yourself into robot mode, because you know the basis of marksmanship, you know how to change a magazine, you know how to move, you know what it takes to acquire your sights quickly, but where is the problem? Between your ears. Always is. Unable to erase last night's arguments, last night's issues, the weather conditions, the sounds of your environment, whatever you got going on in your head. The less you that's there, the better you can shoot. See, we got some stuff that's hardwired into our brains and they become habits. And these form defined roots in our brains, which become easier to use. But you can still change the negative ones. And the first step is realize that you need to, then train your brain in the new skill. There are three things that you can do to develop a growth mindset. You need to first recognize that a growth mindset is not just good, but is also supported by science. In other words, you need to be committed to the development of a growth mindset. Number two, you can learn and teach others about how to develop and improve their abilities through adopting a growing mindset. This will help you take control of your life, which is hugely empowering. Research shows that people who feel in control tend to feel better. It's a vicious cycle. A lot of the stuff that happens on the street, the violence, is because people feel they have no control over their life and they want to take it from somebody else. It's all about control. Like gun control. It's all about the people, not about the gun. And thirdly, listen out for that fixed, the negative mindset. When you hear that little voice in your head telling you you can't do something, reply with a growth mindset approach and tell it 
that you can learn to do better. You can actually talk yourself out of stuff. You know that, right? Yeah, I know I do it a lot. So I'm working on this as I'm telling you the same thing. There's some small crap, right? But it makes a huge difference. Mindset accounts for the primary distinction between those who succeed and those who do not. And if you're serious about achieving success in any area of your life, you got to learn to master yours. When it comes to success, there are a few things more valuable than perspective. How we choose to attach meaning to events and circumstances has a huge effect on whether or not we view our glass as half empty or half full. Here's something I figured out. If you've had a really crappy life, you got a good chance to be an outstanding person because after facing an extreme hardship, a person may feel justified in succumbing to defeat. And for them, it can feel like an easy road. But the capacity to move through the fire, get knocked down and not get knocked out is a true testament to the power of resilient mindset. It means that you are secretly very, very strong. You just haven't used it yet. I never planned for episode 600. But Napoleon Hill said, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And he was a poet, and he didn't know it. Stole that from Andrew Dice Clay. Whoa! So today, I use this show still to encourage you to share history, to give you some common sense in the controversial and evergreen subjects of gun control. You know, our, our rights is filled with some passionate people on both sides of the argument. And sometimes we forget to be civil. Or think we are the first to tackle this problem. I'm here to share with it all I know for as long as I can. And more importantly, for as long as you're interested. I'm here to remind people that this is about freedom, our life, and America. I share insights of one that has been on the inside of the community and seen the contenders and the pretenders. Where am I going in the future? Well, I plan to do this thing like it is a full-time radio station where I got paid for producing shows and bringing in new talent. Podcasting keeps changing and I've been around long enough to know how to do it right. So I'm going to start a little company called Podcast Solutions so I can help others get their podcast up and better than they would if they watched a YouTube video and started it. There's some little nuances that, that I know. I'm going to keep working with my ministry Speak Life Church is doing gangbusters for the Lord. I'm really happy about that. It's um, it's different. I'm not quite sure what's happening now, but it's a good time for it. SpeakLifeChurchPodcast.com. Nothing like it. Speak Life Podcast. Over the years, I've been blessed to been sponsored by some great people, some great companies. This portion of the show is sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com. Crossbreed Holsters has gained national recognition as a maker of the best and most functional concealment holsters available on the market today. Each holster is handcrafted to ensure your firearm is safe and secure while carrying, combined with the best customer service in the industry. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. If you carry a gun for self-defense, be smarter. And join the United States Concealed Carry Association so you can be covered in case you have to use the thing to protect your life from the judicial system. Upfront bail bond funding, attorney counseling, personal hardship coverage, membership deals and discounts, firearms theft liability coverage, and more. Go to uscca.blackmanwithagun.com right now. USCCA. 
www.blackmanwithagun.com. Need some ammo? Check out ammo.com. It's your best source for ammunition online. The shipping is fast, the customer service is good, and they sell name brands you can trust. Ammo.com. And if you like saving money as much as I do, use the link ammo.com forward slash black man with a gun. How cool is that? I want to thank a few of our patrons that I can, uh, I can just shout out real quick. Uh, the Angry Fat Guy, Art Pershing, uh, Bob, Bravo Delta 2, Brian, Bruce, Bryce, Cavalier, Charles, Cliff. Even those that are gone on, they were here for a minute. It's kind of cool, though. I know stuff happens in your life, and you got to take care of family first. Thank you for being a part of this family, though. Daniel and David, Devin. Appreciate you, man. New guy, Don. He's going to be doing some good stuff there, Devin. Uh, another Don, Don G. Uh, Douglas, Edward, Elvin, Janet, Jean, and Jim. To Ian, to uh, Hawk Girl, to Gun Websites, even. To John C., John G., John L., John U., to Keith, and to Ken C., and Ken H., to the Latino gun owners. Appreciate that. To Laura and Laura F., Laura L., to live life aggressively, to Lloyd, to M-W Tactical, to Mark, to Mark H, to Mark P, to Matt Brady, to Lester, to Mo, to Mitch, to Philip, to Nano, to Robert, to Robert W, to Ross, to Roy, to Scott, both of you guys, to Sean, to Sincere, to Skyler, to Stephen, to Steve, to Steven, to Stuart, and I'm going to stop right there and catch up with the rest of you guys on next week's show. Thank you for being an awesome supporter, for keeping the lights on, for keeping me motivated, for inspiring me, for encouraging me, for letting me know that there's somebody out there, I'm not just in the basement freezing for my own health, that somebody gets me. That's important in this world. Family is important. Ain't that right, Thomas and Timothy and Tracy and the vegan pilot and Vincent and the wind junkie. I think I got all you guys. It's about 36 people that are part of our show enough Patreon supporters. Don't know what that means? Take a listen to this. Are we the meanest? Are we the prettiest? Are we the baddest mofolo down around this town? Are we not the supporters of the black man with a gun? I can't hear you. Patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. Come on now. Don't be the last dragon to join us. Last week I talked about the National Rifle Association had uh, some varying opinions. Had a couple of you guys actually send me some emails back and that's cool. It's all about the discussion. Appreciate you listening, downloading, and supporting the show. I'm looking forward to doing some outstanding stuff as I go back here, do some dry firing here in a minute. Don't forget that dry firing can actually help your mindset, which you were talking about earlier. You got to keep growing. You got two choices. You either grow or you die. Let's keep growing in 2019.
Speaking of growing, I got some opportunities that popped up uh, just this week. Uh, I will be doing some live shows. I haven't foggy as how that's going to work yet, but there is a um, audio company which is pretty big, which is going to be doing all the uh, equipment for me with an engineer on hand. And I just have to do it live in the midst of uh, some other stuff. I'll be either in D.C. or in Chevy Chase or Spring, uh, Silver Spring, Maryland at these functions that they're going to be doing other stuff and allowing me to just podcast openly as part of the, I don't know, entertainment. Guess they having uh, strippers or uh, go-go dancers that got podcasters, and I'm going to be one of them, talking to a crowd as they pass by, talking to you. It's going to be weird. I have no idea how that's going to work. But the fact that I was invited is a good thing. If you're into podcasting and you want to be into it, I will be at PodFest Expo down in uh, Orlando, early part of March. On the move, taking my podcasting game to the next level. Don't forget to check out Mike at uh, M-W Tactical, his page on YouTube and all that he's doing. And don't forget our new friend, Avery Skipalis at SkipsTacticalSolutions.com. This podcast is in uh, Renaissance, actually, and I wouldn't mind making it an internet radio station where I had uh, several contributors all on one station. But uh, like always, it's hard to herd alphas, so I don't want to recreate a boo-boo that was made before. We'll just pray on that and see where it goes. Let's keep going forward, y'all, as we wait for the world to change. This is your friend and your brother from another mother, Ken Blanchard. And just in case nobody has told you this today, I love you. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time. Shalom, baby. Dropping the mic at this point and walking away. To keep in touch with Ken and his cause, head over to blackmanwithagun.com. This is a Blanchard.media production. Check out Ken's other podcast, his books, info about podcast editing, production, voiceovers, graphic design, and more. Blanchard.media. Blanchard.media.